was just another hell in the hay basket trying to do audio and all that stuff like that. It really don't make any sense. But hey, it was whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Hey, yep. everybody. My name is Jamar Jabari. Welcome to the Jabari podcast, uh, VOC podcast. Um, I'm here with some amazing uh, fellow LGBTQ activists and fellow LGBTQ artists, uh, poet, uh, and artists as like they can paint, they make music, all stri- all sides, all the kinds of artists all around here. Uh, let them introduce themselves. Uh, start with Brian. Just uh, tell them a little bit about yourself. Name. Sounds good. Um, hey, everybody. My name is Brian June. Uh, he, him pronouns. Um, during the day, I'm um, prep coordinator, which is uh, HIV prevention. And sometimes at night, I sing and do music as well. <laughs> Dope music, by the way. <laughs> oh, thank you. Very good music. <laughs> yeah, man. And um, Bobby? What's up, everyone? My name is Bobby Sanchez. Um, currently working as a full-time artist, doing poetry, music, and visual art. And uh, I'm excited to be here today. I use any pronouns. Thank you, Bobby. So guys, I just want I want to like give like a break the ice kind of conversation here on this podcast and not really try to do like an interview type of thing, but like to like have a discussion on a lot of things that uh, we all uh, since we're all part of the LGBTQ community, of course, that's going to be something that we're going to be talking about. And uh, actually, the first thing um, is how do you guys felt about the little Nas X video? (laughs) The new one that came out. (laughs) You want me to go first? I'll go first. Um, yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought it was a really well done creative video. Um, like, I understand what he was trying to like do with the video because uh, a lot of people, like, they say, you know, gay people are going to go to hell. And, like, that's really offensive. So, like, I honestly can do whatever he wants, like, in terms of that type of rhetoric because. I feel like people are coming for him because he's like giving into like all that hate or whatever. But like at the end of the day, it's a music video. It's an artistic piece. And I think people are like trying to pick at it too much. So I got love for him definitely. And I got love for the song, listen to the whole album. I recommend it. Um, that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah, that album was heat. I love that album. You talk about the nine track album that he dropped like last year, I think. Yep, that was, was a really good yep. album. I, I still listen to that album. We will let you, Brian. What do you think? Um, I was very impressed by it as well. I think that um, people are really flexing their creative muscles um, during the pandemic, and I think that you could tell that he put a lot of work into. The video um and i think that a lot of the outrage is just really obnoxious because um there's not a mandate to listen to the song or watch the video if you don't like it just don't watch it it's that simple <laughs> i'm like muting and unmuting because i want to make sure that everything sounds crisp and clear <laughs> so um yeah like that that's one thing I wanted to talk about was like the reaction as well too. Like it was just a little bit too much for me because we are all artists here. Uh, Bobby, you got a new album coming out. We definitely uh, your, did your album already come out by the way, or 
I believe I uh, saw yeah, something I dropped, on Instagram. Yeah, I dropped the EP um, like two weeks ago. It's titled um, Ita, I-T-A. Oh, nice. Yeah, definitely. I'll, keep, I'll send that link and I'll put it in the, in the, um, the description so everybody can see it. Um, I don't know if everybody, if everybody know though, like, it's just like, I personally took a kind of offense for it because since I came from a Christian background and like, I'm going to say this right now. I feel like the only Christians that are upset about this video are the loud mouth offensive Christians that love to always get into people's business, always get worrying about somebody else's lifestyle and, and 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 one thing is like I feel like there's wolf there's also there's wolf and sheep clothing Christians as well too that would just like try to act like they support you but all of a sudden every time when there's like a disagreement they want to like say oh well this is what all of y'all support as in saying like with Lil Nas X they're like saying he's a Satan worshiper and all of the LGBTQ community uh supports uh Satan and all this nonsense like I don't even think Satan is a real character, but that's in my opinion. <laughs> but like, I, I just, I was just shocked by the, like the reaction of how it went down, you know, and, and just the assumption that he's like a Satanist and not even Satanist worship Satan. That's a whole other topic. Like, right, right. And, I feel like some, what, some of it, yeah. Go ahead. I feel like some of it was, you know, like him making fun of that, you know? So it's like the fact that y'all believe it, that he's like some uh, demon worshiper or whatever, like, or some devil worshiper, like y'all not getting it. Like you're, you're not getting, that's, that's the point of, of the video, like that he's making fun of it. <laughs> At least that's what I think, you know? Oh yeah, Little Nas X is like a master troll. He's like a big Nicki Minaj fan, and he's like of the internet exactly. generation. And I feel like he intentionally. Um, I think he's smart, and I think that he knew that um, the video was going to cause a brouhaha. And based on like the iTunes sales and the YouTube numbers, like at the end of the day, he's the one that's going to get the last laugh all the way to the bank because people hate watching it. Still helps <laughs> the, him um, chart and be successful. Right. And and when you're troll and when you're trolling like that on such a godsmack level like he is, like I feel bad for the people that are talking shit because they're gonna make it worse. He might come out with a part two where he's like dressed as Jesus or just gonna start <laughs> twerking on somebody that's Jesus. Like it's gonna be some twerking and pole dancing happening. Like I'm telling you right now. <laughs> like I already Hope saw like on his Twitter. What'd he say? <laughs> would be great too like i would love that video equal <laughs> you're gonna start some trouble bobby <laughs> yeah, but, yeah like seriously yeah go ahead brian <laughs> <laughs> yeah i saw a tweet from him saying that like like old town road he's gonna have like 17 remixes with like features or whatever so <laughs> like i said he's really good at trolling and i think that um people just don't understand like when you make something a forbidden fruit that makes more people like want to check it out and be curious so right. and i also think that there's a lot of fake outrage about like ooh, what about the kids as if like these days parents don't give them a smartphone at like four years old and like don't right. um 
like don't actually like <laughs> supervise their their kids um very well so yeah. yeah i think all the outrage is really interesting but really really fake yeah like the kid thing is they still are just like trying to use that as like a, a reason and it's like dude like you're just telling us that you're not responsible you're not able to raise your own kids like you're you have to depend right. on someone <laughs> that you don't even talk to you don't know <laughs> like he's like 21 years old what he got to do to care about your kids like he's trying to live his life right now and like that was like a huge argument that i got into with somebody on facebook because they were just like oh well he he started out with his fan base being the kids i'm like okay well he's grown now his fan base still had to always be the kids all right a lot of adults like him too and that's not even really true because I went back and I looked at um, like the nine EP credits and Old Town Road and like his EP had a parental advisory sticker. So it was never, <laughs> never kids bop. Like he said it himself, like Old Town Road, he talks about lean and like drugs and stuff. So, so yeah, like. If you want your kids to only listen to kids stuff, then you need to block every YouTube channel except for like Nickelodeon and Disney Plus. And that's on right. you as the parent because that's your kids, right. not little Nas X's. Or, and like all of us are artists and like it's the same thing. Like I make art to express myself. Um, exactly. Coincidentally, I don't, I don't curse that often in my music, but at the end of the day, like I, all, a lot of the experience or experiences are from like ex um, male partners and stuff. So like, it's not mm-hmm. it's not necessarily for kids either it's for myself and hopefully people resonate right. with that but it's not right. my obligation it's not my obligation to make sure that my art is kid friendly like that's the opposite right. of like artistic expression facts <laughs> <laughs> like what like I, what i don't under, what i don't get is like when you listen to an artist a lot of them they say that they make music that they want to listen to they want to make they want to make music that they like. The only time you don't hear that is when they're trying to do stuff for the label. But even with that, the label is going to have to make music that they want is popular. So like, you, they should really do some deep listening. Like for instance, when um the dude I listened to, The Weeknd, he he won a Nickelodeon award and his song was about coke. So right. I'm just like, <laughs> do y'all even know what they the content that y'all are like <laughs> allowing? And you can restrict channels on YouTube for your kids and on your phone. You can go into your phone. You can go to your kids like uh, settings and restrict uh, certain websites on their phone, too. So there are ways that you can protect your kids a lot more with your, with, with if you decide to give them a cell phone. I don't think kids should have cell phones. I didn't get cell phones until I was 18. But I was Same. around that generation where kids started getting cell phones. So. <laughs> so it was different. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But like it just, I wanted to talk about it so bad. I'm so glad that I got you two to talk about it because like that was just, it it, it gets cluttery in the comic section. <laughs> and um, also uh, so what what so I think that the best thing is to like the segue. Um, what another thing I want to talk to you guys about was like, um, so right now, we heard about Arkansas. Um, how they had those bills passed where they're criminalizing healthcare and they're banning, uh, they're, they're trying to ban trans uh, athletes that are in high schools and stuff like that. 
Um, how do you have you guys heard about that? Or and um, they also got bills going on in Connecticut now too. So I just wanted to know like y'all feedback and response on that too. <clears throat> uh, whichever one y'all go first. How about you go first, Bobby? You haven't said much in the last few minutes. <laughs> yeah, definitely very upsetting. Um, that there's so many dates that are discussing these types that are just brand- um like i find it like very purposeful because you know i watched biden's you know speech won the election and he was like you know we're gonna do this for this people and this people and this people and he mentioned transgender when you know in his um post-winning speech right so i think right I think the Biden administration is is trying to like like good for trans people. Um, granted, they have a lot of work to do, but I feel mm-hmm. like these states that are doing it, it's purposeful, you know, purposeful because trans people are gaining recognition in in mainstream media, you know, like and and our voices are being heard now more than ever, right? So I think right. like. It, it feels like real personal and like real that all these like transphobic bills are going into like you know these states so it's like it's 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 scary for sure like i, I just like it's oh, moving man. backwards like it, it, we're moving backwards so that's what i feel so it's upsetting yeah and um, I think those bills are also being cloned. So you're starting to see the same bills in other states as well, too. So I don't and know. And the bills else. are a catch-22 um, because on the one hand, they're, they have all this fake outrage about like um, trans athletes in sports. But on the other hand, um, they're blocking um, under-18 trans health care, meaning that like yeah. um, they're bo- blocking um, hormone blockers, which... Um, would curb like the disadvantage that um, assigned genders at birth would have. So it's like right. want, it's like you don't want trans people to win either way. So ultimately, right. like that shows that it's really about transphobia. It's not about protecting children, and it's not about protecting girl athletes. No, yeah, exactly. I agree with that. So hard body, and like even if you try to like make an argument that it's like, oh well. They're more the trans women are more superior, like athletic wise. I'm like, no, I don't think that's true because there's still women breaking records that have trans women in their in their sport. UFC does, and for instance, and uh, last time I checked, uh, I can't even think of her name right now. Uh, I talk about her all the time. Amanda Nunes, Amanda Nunes is still. They have about three trans UFC fighters in that in that division. Amanda Nunes is still reigning champ. Still, she's still smacking everybody in the mouth that comes around, making them tap out. She's a monster. <laughs> she's a monster. And and, and and so you can't just sit here and try to say they're going to dominate. It's all about talent as well, too. It's it's all about how good they are at the sport with anything. You know, and if this was a real outrage, why aren't they going after trans men so hard as well, too, that are in the sports? Like, why are they ignoring that? And just it's just like they're trying to use the the, the cisgender girls as like a, a excuse to be transphobic. 
Right, because if you if you ban, um, uh, to your point, a lot of the bills are really focused on like transgender women. So if you ban um, and make people enter the division of their um, assigned gender at birth, then like you said, like the trans men that are on like testosterone and like going to the gym every day and like trying yeah. to be like buff like it, Lath <laughs> Ashley, they're gonna kick the cis girl's <laughs> ass. They're gonna kick the cis girl's ass too. So like you can't, like you can't. It's like whack a mole. You can't um, solve a problem with this without creating a new one. So really, I think right. that every sport should like convene like sport by sport and figure out like what is the most just way to like set the rules for each sport because every sport is different and not every sport like um, hormone levels like matter in the same way you know like mixed martial arts is different from swimming is different from track and then the final thing i'll just say is that like like i said like a lot of this outrage on both little Nas x and um trans people in sports it's just so fake because half of these people are the same people that make fun of the WNBA, that say like yeah. nobody watches women's sports that like don't care. i do <laughs> about women's sports i do as well because i'm from connecticut oh yeah we're both from connecticut um yeah and shouts out to the sons <laughs> right right but um so yeah like like i think bobby said like they're just using it as coverage and it's really like i said all about the trans it's a really transphobia yeah yeah, yeah. do you think bobby that it's gonna be like like once they do this and if it's a seed, there's going to be snowball into something else. Like, it's not going to end. Like, I don't know. It's like, it seems like this is just like, it could snowball even deeper. Like, the, the damage has been done, like, by introducing bills. Like, and people are going to stand by these bills. Tr- like, proud trans folks are going to stand by bills. For years to come like i can see that and so you know it's really unfortunate um i i remember like maybe a few months ago i don't know her name but like in argentina they there's a trans woman soccer player that is like fully accepted into the league you know in the argentinian women's soccer league. and like i just I, when i saw it i got real happy and i was like okay representation right. but then i'm like what they're doing here in this country you know so it seems like this country is going out of their way yeah like on a daily basis and it's done through legislation too so i'm like the people at right the are showing their true which it seems like it's always been like this since the start of this country so yeah and like i i my concerns with Biden, like I hope that he comes true to that. Like I, I haven't been looking on his policies yet for LGBTQ. I'm going to look on it soon. But I do know during the Obama administration, they put a lot of trans women in in solitary confinement because their excuse was they didn't know what to do, and that's in itself is so like torturous as fuck. And like you know, even when in the in like when I when I think about the snowball, like we also. Like trans people, they like for instance, trans people need IDs, you know, with their actual pronouns and their name on it. The same thing with like immigrants here that are coming from different countries, they need IDs to even get anything to to, to even get by. So it's like I feel like that this is just an, another attack, 
so they can like make it easier to attack other communities as well too which is why all communities need to understand we got so much in common so we can stand together against this like because they're after they're done after they're done attacking our fellow trans people they're going to come after us again the the pansexual the bisexual the lesbian the gay groups and then after they're done with us they're probably going to start more nonsense with other people and and there are people of color especially us all three of us is people of color they're gonna come after our communities a lot more harder you know and like so i i just think that the fight you know like i, I haven't heard anything right now in connecticut um, but I do know that people are planning, and I want to encourage them to like get ready. And Arkansas needs some backup because they are already in the process. And I saw on Twitter that because I, I follow like a few people in Arkansas, and I have a trans friend up there in Arkansas, and they were like very upset and saying that they are trying to like find ways to move. I, I sent them some money, and they got to go fund me and stuff like that. But you know, it's just it's bad. <laughs> And they like to say it's the greatest country in the world, but if it's the greatest country in the world, why are we criminalizing healthcare? Like, <laughs> makes no sense. <laughs> healthcare yeah, and I think I think you just showed how like all of these issues are interconnected because people like some people will say like, oh well, if you don't like the laws, just move. But as we know, like a lot of trans people of color are also economically disadvantaged so it's not it's not that simple for them to just get out and move out of their like red state so like all of these things are connected like lgbtq rights economic rights sex work sex work rights housing justice all of that it all comes into play when thinking about um lgbtq people and particularly like trans people of color oh yeah definitely i definitely agree yeah right do you have anything new coming out I saw your video. I just um, <laughs> um this year. Well, to be honest, I got really lazy because of the pandemic. Um, yeah, I just we yeah. all did. <laughs> some people, some people got really productive, and some people got really lazy. And I was one of the people who got yeah. really lazy. But this year, I'm actually working on like a cover EP, so I'll be doing new quote unquote music, but they're cover songs. But I'm trying to like flip them and like make them like you know like a little bit different from the original artist. Oh, where, where, yeah. Are you still doing? Are you, is the sugar bar still around? By the way, they need to bring um, Bobby Sanchez to the sugar bar. By the way, <laughs> that'll be lit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's still in existence. It didn't close to the pandemic, even though like a lot of you know small businesses like really got hit hard. But they're still kicking. I think they're still doing like virtual open mics, um, but I don't think they've opened back up for like in person shows yet, because like you know, the restrictions and how cases are actually going back up. So they're still being pretty yeah. cautious. Yeah, we're doing a show. I'm a little worried about it. We're doing a show in Manhattan on the 15th. Um, well, I think that's Soho, actually, at the bitter end. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. I'm a little worried. But, hey, as long as nobody touch me and I just stay in my lane, and it's only going to be, like, a, a, a certain capacity. But, um I don't know. <laughs> what about you, Bobby? How do you how how have you been since the uh, the pandemic? I know I saw you at the art gallery, but what's been going on? I saw you got an EP, so you you're already productive. But what else you got going on since the pandemic? Um, yeah, it's been rough. You know, this last year not been able to go to shows and like 
see my fellow artists, you know, in the artistic spaces that I'm usually in. So it's been it's been depressing, like the last year, definitely. Like I've I've enjoyed the virtual shows, but I haven't done as many as like you know regular open mics or poetry slams that I would go to physically. But um, recently I've been productive. You know, the last two months I've been writing new songs, so. I dropped the EP in um, March 21st, and I'm going to drop another EP on April 22nd, on Earth Day. Oh, nice. Month. So I'm going to the studio actually this Thursday. So um, I'm going to be recording like probably three or four for another EP. So yeah, I've been productive the last two months, but like during the winter and like the fall, I was like, wasn't really feeling motivated to do any art. Just because, like, you know, I'm just trying to, like, get through the pandemic without getting coronavirus, thankfully. You know, I've been, I haven't yeah. had any friends, literally only family. So, um, but it's been nice to just, like, be on my own, like, kind of just learn new things about myself. Um, but I, I feel, I'm feeling more productive, though. And hopefully I'm going to publish a book, like, in the next month or two of, uh, like oh, wow. 50 pages. So yeah, I, I got it typed up and everything. Uh, I'm just waiting, You're like yeah. publisher, because I don't really want to use like the super corporate like online publishers. I'm trying to find like a local spot here near my house, like a locally owned business that like I can, you know, utilize to print my book. Word. That's dope. You are busy. <laughs> I, you know, I, I feel you on that fall, the fall thing, because I was like that, too. And I felt bad because people were trying to, like, get me to feature on certain projects and stuff. And I was just like, nah, man, I'm just not. The inspiration is not there. Like, all this shit going on. And, like, I, I don't know. Like, how do you guys feel about the vaccines? I'm vaccinated I just because I'm a healthcare worker. But um, are you guys, how do you guys support vac- vaccines and stuff? Yeah, I'm trying to get mine this week, actually. I, I scheduled online trying to get an appointment. But, um, yeah, I'm trying to get that, like, ASAP so I could just, like, be a little bit less worried about getting it or whatever. But my parents yeah. and my brother have all been vaccinated, like, the first and the second dose because they're all – they all work in schools. Uh, two of them are teachers. One of them's like, an administrator. So, yeah, I'm trying to get that soon, too, so I don't have to worry about it. Um, I work in healthcare as well, so I'm fully vaccinated. And uh, like Bobby said, I miss live concerts. And I don't think that like, I don't think that like Radio City Music Hall or Madison Square Garden or whatever is going to open up to full capacity until most people are vaccinated. So I support vaccines. I think it should be a choice, but I think that it's best if people do make that choice because I don't think we're going to go back to fully normal until. Um, the majority of the country is vaccinated and safe. Right. Right. And 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 how do you do you guys I, I have to ask this question. I always got follow up questions about things, but do you guys think they're doing things right around here with the vaccine and <laughs> getting it out to people? Well, I feel like they I feel like they're trying their best, but like I don't know. It seems like uh I'm unemployed, so like I've been, you know, and I'm young and I don't have any um, pre-existing conditions. So, like, 
I'm, I'm like being put to later. So like, I'm like, yeah, you know, vaccinate the people who are old, who need that first, you know? But yeah. I know like in states like Texas, like they have like, anyone can get it over 16, you know? And I'm just like, so do they have more money or something? Like, and I asked my yeah. dad, I was like, so how come like has like the vaccine for anyone who wants it for free, but New York doesn't. And he's like, well, they have more resources. And I'm like, well, how? Like, isn't this the United States? <laughs> All have the same resources? Like, you text, you telling me Texas has me and like more resources? Like, I'm like, right. I, I don't know. So I, I feel like, of course, like they could have done better, but hopefully, I'd like to think they're doing the best they can and like getting it out as fast as they can. Yeah, I heard Cuba got four different different uh, vaccines now. That's 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 and they they already vaccinated their kids and stuff like that. So I'm just like, what? Like, <laughs> was our kids haven't even gotten started to get a vaccination and stuff like that? So just like, what they got over there that we don't got? Like, <laughs> and you know, it's a small island, so I get it that it's a little bit more quicker, and we're like, you know. Turtle Island, I guess our country is the most biggest out of Turtle Island. I think, yeah, yeah, it's the biggest, yeah. I don't even know why I just thought about that. That's true. It is the biggest. <laughs> but it's like still, though, like you would think, like you said, with all that money that we claim we got, you would think that they would make it priority to try to get the best vaccines out there and and not only just the best, but to distribute them more effectively to make sure everybody has it. Uh, my girlfriend don't believe in herd immunity, but like, <laughs> I think that yeah, yeah, yeah. See, she's yelling. Herd immunity is a hypocrisy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, Brian? <laughs> I don't want to. Um, <laughs> I definitely know that. Like, I th- I definitely agree. I think people are doing their best, but in real in the the real world. I know that like trying to set up an appointment has been a nightmare for people and like people are getting like kicked out of the system and like told that oh, there's no. nothing available for like weeks and months. So it's, it's been a mess, but um, I do think that um, since the COVID relief package passed, there's more money for like vaccine support. So hopefully um, like they learn from their mistakes in like April and May um are better months in terms of rollout and the bright side of that is that most it seems like most people do want to get the vaccine because like when i was originally like doing focus groups around it like people were very hesitant to take it so i think that um as more people get the vaccine um the trust will be there and um people will change their mind for the better Word, word. That's dope. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I think I agree with you on that. I think that from the standpoint that uh like this pandemic has shown just how ugly capitalism is here and and how we need to like work on a lot of things that people didn't want to really see before this happened. And I, I can I think that's opening people's eyes, honestly. And I wanna just do the best that I can to like feed as much like uh, left-leaning information that I feel that can help bring that process a lot more to the point where people are like, yo, we need to like get our shit together here. And this government does not serve us. So we need to replace this system. And 
But that, you know, like, it, it's like, it's going to take time. But, hey, look, try to work as hard as I think it's going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> that sounds crazy. <laughs> but, hey, you know what I mean? I don't know, man. Like, I'm just trying to, like, try to get people like, hey, fuck this system. Don't you want a system that, that's for working people like you and me? You know, we all have the same thing in common as working people. I don't care what color you are. If you're a working person, you're being exploited. And the person that's exploiting you is the people that you love so much, the billionaires. Fuck billionaires. I don't even think there should be billionaires. <laughs> that's just like a hot, that just shows you late stage capitalism. We got all these goddamn billionaires and shit like that. <laughs> well, I don't want to take you guys time up. I'm trying to keep everything here at 30 minutes. I don't want to be like Joe Rogan show. We were over here like for three hours. The connection <laughs> is, you know. And, and no, that's not a shot to Joe Rogan. All right, he he says bad, crazy jock shit, but I listen to him sometimes. I only listen to him on like fighting, uh, when he's talking about when he because I'm a huge, as you guys know, like I'm a I'm a fighting geek. I love wrestling. I love UFC, all that stuff like that. So whenever he has one of those people on, I watch, but I can't watch nothing else. I'm just like, bro, you you live in a box. You a millionaire. <laughs> you don't understand shit. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get shit, Joe. You can't live in the hood if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, it's a 30 minute mark. So I want to thank you both for your time. And I, I would love to bring you both back on the show again, on the podcast again another time and stuff like that. Cause this this was a dope conversation that we had. And but I don't want to take up nobody's time. So uh, do, do you guys have like any announcement or something or anything you want people to know about? Like I have only like, you know, a few hundred likes, but I, it gets shared around. So maybe somebody will hear about it. <laughs> um, just real quick. I don't know. I, I'm, I, <laughs> yeah, you go first, Brian. Sorry. <laughs> um, just real quick. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at Brian June views. That's B R. Y-A-N-J-O-O-N-V-I-E-W-S. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for having me, Jamar. This was fun. And um, I'll be more than happy to come back anytime. Yeah, that'll be dope. Hell yeah. And you have something about uh, definitely me? Um, uh, if you want to follow me, it's Bobby Sanchez Music on Instagram. Uh, TikTok is at a week. H A R A W I Q. Um, I'm gonna come out with the EP on the 22nd. Um, so look out for that. I appreciate this conversation. Support the yeah, look out back. for that EP. And I just wanted to say support the land back movement uh, for indigenous yeah. people Facts. and black matter. Um, so uh, thank you. Yep. Thank you guys for coming through. And definitely want, definitely hope to see y'all again. And uh, have a good night. Well, it's not night yet, but have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, so Great. Right, bye.